0: Welcome back to the Tony the Podcast. Uh, great episode coming up for you here shortly. The two-time and defending Indianapolis 500 winner Takuma Sato is set to join us in Ray Edmund Lanigan Racing. On the back end of that conversation, I'll discuss Mid-Ohio coming up. Look into the possibility of fans at the Harvest Grand Prix doubleheader uh, just a few weeks away at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and we'll dive into the Jimmy Johnson news as well. As always, the Turn of Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. If you're looking for high-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty, with 100% kid-proof, waterproof, and pet-proof, Cortec flooring is the way to go. Beautiful options from wood to tile looks. Built-in cork backing creates an extra layer of installation. Easy to clean and won't stain. Get a hold of Harley today, 317 755 1246 Couple weeks back, uh, a weird Indy 500 because there was no fans. Uh, but for the second time in his career, a Swig and a bath of the milk went to Takuma Sato, driver of the number 30 Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing Honda. Joins us, the champ is here. Taku, how are you? Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Has it sunk in? Two times now, you've uh, you've won the Indianapolis 500. It's it's, it's got to be an incredible feeling. Oh, it's uh, just an amazing feeling, um, and it
1: is an incredible moment. Um, I, don't, I don't think I still fully understand what's happening and surrounding me, but uh, one thing for sure, that, you know, you saw so happy, many, many happy faces around me, and particularly for the teams and, uh, you know, loyal sponsors and fans, and that uh, just realize we achieved such an incredible moment. So, um, yeah, very, very happy for them.
0: Let, let's go back to the race. Dixon's charging late. Uh, fuel was tight. Uh, what were those last couple of laps like before that yellow came out? There had to be um, some level of an anxiety. But, again, you had to keep pushing forward.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the last tint was just an absolute commitment for every single element, you, you call it. You know, of, of, course, of course, it's needless to say, but everyone knows that we were tight on the fuel. You know, like everybody else too that sell um but we were confident that um you know we can race hard uh until very last lap, and because you know we 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 had to we had to hit a few good fuel number at the very beginning the stint that uh, we were confident we were sitting back and forth with the leaner mixture and the power best. When Dixie come along and uh, you know have a, have a have a have a attacking for a moment, so uh, it, but it, it was great. You uh, of course, it get nervous, get some excitement, and I got confident. And uh, there was some of the uh, some of the uh, how do you say the little bit worried, but what's happening you don't know because it's racing. But really, you know, I walked so um, how can I say it's just a build up building up the moment because the first four four or four five stints. Um, I was just trying to learning, you know, how the single car tow, how the double car tow feels like and how it's effective for the fuel mileage. And of course, how the tire, you know, where you you putting it, making a peak of a tire. Is it the, of course, you know, the new tire is always good. But then how you start to minimize the degradation, how you use it for the over the course of the thirty laps, all the little details that you're know, using the tools and using your right foot and how you do it that sort of experience over the first course of uh, four or five stints uh, make me uh, a lot of confidence that we now are ready to charge ready to go for racing hard with dixie and uh, for, for the for the final part of the race and that's become for the other uh, 150 laps but i was uh, i was enjoying Little nervous, of course, but mm-hmm. actually I was confident too that racing really hard until very last lap. So obviously the yellow happened, and uh, we were everybody worried about you know Spencer's uh, the condition. But um, you know even even if we didn't have uh, at that moment, I'm sure the last three laps would be uh, uh, very exciting and finishing. But I'm I was confident that we can I can race hard with him.
0: Yeah, confidence definitely is a key with that Honda engine underneath you, but. How do you stay focused forward in those closing laps um, you 've been here before winning in two thousand and seventeen, so you, you you kind of have that experience that a lot of drivers wouldn 't have but how do you focus and just take it one lap at lap at a time, knowing that let 's say with ten laps to go you 're in the lead of the biggest race in the world it is um i'm sure it's a, it's a
1: you know nail biking or you know or nerve cracking or whatever you call it mm-hmm. it's it 's just the name of the sport um it 's a lot of uh, a lot of focus, concentration, and and uh, just uh, you know you you have like a almost an extra feeling of uh, everything of your your neuron or nerve just the uh, switching and and connecting to the everything for the four wheels of the car, and uh, you feel everything and uh, listen to the radio, you know from the pit crew that uh, the the hit that you, you need a few number to hit it, to make it happen, but all the little things just. Uh, just the matter. Um, but like I said, you know, you learn so much, you have so much experience now for the first 150 laps that you should be confident to do what you do. And uh, like you said, yes, last 10 laps of uh, of, uh, of the moment until you really experienced, the people never understand how hard it is. But um, I was uh, fortunate, you know, in 2017 and what it needs to or what it takes in 500. So, uh, you just uh, you just do your job really, and um focusing and um you know i think um, I think it's uh, difficult to explain in the world, but um, experience is definitely helping on that situation, but also um also confident because now you just uh, focus for one thing the one thing is how Scott will react for every single action I do um you know how easily he can catch me up or caught me up and how easily he can try to attempt or how easily or how difficult to defend the position. All the little things, it's, 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 it's a starting for the every single second. So uh, it's a great fun. I think it's just uh, racing is so exciting because of that. But um, I'm, I was fortunate enough to have the situation that uh, I was, how can I say, uh, handled on that situation.
0: Yeah, and you look at, there's so much that goes into it. I mean, there's not a day goes by, I'm assuming, Takuma, that you don't think about this race. And there's so much prep, not only from you as a driver, physically, mentally, emotionally, everything has to go right. There had to be some relief crossing that finish line of the checkered flag for the second time.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's the, all the credit has to go to the team because it's the preparation, how hard... The boys did and how hard are they working I know every single team of the member of the crew has got the same feeling of it so I don't <clears throat> think uh, it really did matter you know what I'm trying to say is like uh, when I was uh, when I win my first winning at the 500 with Andretti sport, you know 26 boys was just fantastic and the same same here the Saudi boys for they hold it and racing and they did a fantastic job not just only for the single day, but just every day for the preparation, mentally, physically, like you said, and, and uh, you know, five or six times pit stop. They did just a perfect pit stop, you know, just make no mistake and uh, making this opportunity. So obviously team did a phenomenal job and fantastic work over of, uh, of, from, you know, the, the railroad Animal landing and racing. So I was, yeah I was very proud to be part of it. And um, definitely it was a special moment for all of us.
0: The two-time Indianapolis 500 winner Takuma Sato joins us. I'm sure you've been asked this so many times, but you're a guy that, that loves the fans. The fans love you. And you seem to always feed off of that energy. Simply how different was it without the fans being there this year? Oh, it was a tough year, you know. Um,
1: of course, you know. Even today, like I know, all over the world, a lot of people suffering, a lot of people facing a difficulty in challenging time. And therefore, I think uh, the sport it is extremely important today. You know, the spectators, zero spectators. It is sad. You know, it's just no hard story. Just uh, we were lonely, and I feel so sad at the speedway. But knowing that. Through the TV, millions of people watching safely at home, or some cases a hospital, maybe to fighting um, for the COVID 19 or any circumstance difficulties. But I think a sport can help for the, for the lifting motivation up for the, for, the, for the people. So even we are not physical, you know, uh, joy of, of uh, let's say atmosphere at the Indiana Smaller Speedway, where I usually have 350,000 people having uh, so much energy. We, today, we don't have it, but we all understand, and, um, but it's no effect for uh, at the racing. As you can see, in the 500 race today, once again, I think it's one of the most exciting race and every time, and um, we were so privileged to be
0: part of this organization. What did you do that night? What was Sunday night like? Did you go out? Did you have a good time? Did you celebrate with the crew? And uh, how, badly, <laughs> how badly did you smell like milk by about 7 o'clock?
1: actually there's a, there's a couple of good stories uh, the first for the milk mm. a, um, I call the a suspicious milk <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's no offense for the New Daily I mean they did a fantastic job and uh, you know it's, it's obviously a very fresh milk in order mm-hmm. that bad. and it's a, the milk tastes nothing like it it's just the be- best taste milk in the world however this I experienced in 2017 too and so does this year So we're pouring the milk yourself, and the moment after that, almost you regret it. Oh shit! What do you do? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you'd be be completely soaked, right? And after after two hours or three hours of driving, you we be sweating like hell, and Mm -hmm. um, you know we lose uh, five six pounds of body weight, and and everything is soaked by the uh, the you know the race suit, and then you pour the milk. So it's going to be smelled so bad after that. However. (laughs) However, in you know, Indy 500, winning after Indy, winning Indy 500, the body is is no longer mine. It's just somebody else because you go to the satellite interviews, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And actually, like four or five hours of a nonstop working, and by the time for this year, for example, I think we finished race about five p.m. and then the. 10 p.m., you know, I was still photo-shooting with Boga and a trophy at the entrance of the Nidoplas motor speed. So by the time <laughs> you can imagine, my, my, my race suit is completely dry. And in fact, you can see the sun frost effect for the milk. Yeah. But it was just zero smelling. It was zero oh, good. smelling. Good. I know. So it's good. It's just a fantastic moment. But uh, I think it's the only milk for the winning 500. It doesn't smell. So I think that's one thing. And second thing, um, for the 17, I think I was just uh, drinking like hell to so go to the HBD <laughs> party, go to the boys' party, blah, blah, blah. I think by the time I come back in Mod Home, it was uh, nearly 3 a.m., 4 a.m., knowing that you have to go to the morning show at 7 a.m. into. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was uh, just endless, and uh, you, you lost the voice. However, <laughs> this year... Um, i don 't know maybe I was just maybe a little bit dehydrated after the race, and then just uh it was just non of interviews and i didn 't really feel well, so mm-hmm. i know I know the boys were waiting for the uh, for the team in you know, a celebration, but um I simply couldn 't make it so uh about midnight, everything is finished, and then I had to go to the sleep but uh, by the time you know wake up in the morning, I thought it was a dream, but uh you know i i, I had to I had to pinch my cheek this is a Japanese way <laughs> yeah. to make sure. There wasn't a the dream. So if you pinch the cheek and you feel some pain, this is real. So it, it was just a fantastic morning again. Oh, we won the 500.
0: So that was just fantastic. Yeah, and it seems like, uh, again, like in 2017, we saw some awesome things come from your win in Japan. Uh, same thing here. It looks like everybody has embraced it in Japan and uh, just a mega win for, for, for yourself, but, but certainly your country.
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, I, uh, I'd be proud to, to be to making another history for my country, but not only for that. You know, I just uh, I just wanted to thank you, everyone. You know, look, I mean, this situation for facing the COVID nineteen is extremely challenging, but to be able to race, we should be very appreciated because in a world, a lot of athletes um, even didn't have opportunity to 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 you know have to perform in their field mm-hmm. um due to this circumstance. But, you know, the speedway and uh, you know, Mr. Roger Pensky and Indica series, the commitment and the dedication. Even it was August, but we were able to race. I think we have to be so fortunate, you know, with that situation. So but then 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 winning that kind of uh uh race it's just definitely a boosting for a lot of people's uh, motivation all over the world, but especially for the Japan, of course, that, um, you know, um, a lot of people having a suffering because, uh, you know, we supposed to have a summer Olympic game this year, but we have to, you know, postpone it for next year. And a mm-hmm. lot of people have a difficulty, but hopefully, uh, yeah, this five hundred win was, uh, with some help for uh, people's motivation and certainly helping for a charity uh, stuff for, um, um, dreams for the kids stuff in Japan. So uh, I, I, I'm very, very pleased to be a uh,
0: people support. You, you, give me your thoughts real quick on the aero screen after 500 miles. That's obviously the biggest test that the series has had with that new aero screen. Uh, we certainly saw it with your teammate, Spencer Piggott, um, just the importance of having that safety feature.
1: Oh, it's very, very important. Of course, you know, safety is everything for the sport. And then then become excitement and the competition. Um, You know, I think today, uh, I think we were very fortunate as a race car driver that uh, safety improvement is just enormous. And if you look at the Spencer's, uh, one one of the four you know, horrific incident for the goal sideways, going to the uh, hitting on a pit wall. That is just how hard the big impact was. But he was, uh, he was able to um, get out of the car for thanks for the, uh, you know, the safety team for the motor speedway. But also, uh, you know, after he's uh, checking for everything in hospital, he was released that night. So uh, uh, it's a big relief. Yeah, And uh, having a windscreen is definitely helping for the safety because um you know, one of, the, uh, one of uh, the fear for we had today was for open cockpit was uh, the flying debris. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a head protection system, hands device, and the car's got an improvement for this side impact, everything. But one thing we're missing was just only, you know, it's only crash helmet by itself. And if you imagine like uh, we traveling 270 miles per hour, a piece of metal to hitting yourself, that's just so scary. But now, because they are screen, we're protected on the flying debris. And for any angles, I think we feel so safe. Um, I think that's improving is enormously. So I think we were really, really thanking for the safety team and the technologies as well.
0: Takuma Sada with us quickly before we let you go. Greatly appreciate you joining us. Uh, Mid-Ohio coming up, a doubleheader this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, that track can, uh, can be difficult for, for a lot of drivers. Your thoughts going into mid-Ohio and it being a doubleheader this weekend?
1: Um, yeah, once again, uh, it's a great uh, t- commitment from Ohio states and also mid-Ohio people. And then, indeed, you know, make this happen. But as a last call, it was just only last uh, a couple of days, wasn't it, for the final confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're happy to go back to Ohio. Um, of course, our team, Rahul Etamah Landing and Racing, is a, a home course so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's how you know how we are excited and happy is but uh, it will be challenging uh, weekend for sure because middle high is one of uh, one of uh, uh, toughest in terms of the physical because uh, it's just a constant you know twisting and the track and it's going to be hot and um, double header will be sucking your energy however we were we were, you know, we were ready to, to go to the racing. And as a race car driver, many races possible please. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we're very excited. And uh, hopefully we have uh, a strong weekend and just uh, showing another exciting race for the, uh, for the fans. All
0: right, last question before I let you go. Two-time Indianapolis 500 winner Takuma Sato joining us. Let's go back, let's say, 10 years, 2010. I believe you're running for Lotus. If you could go back 10 years from today and give yourself any advice for the next decade, what would it be?
1: Oh well, I think um, I think uh, yeah, probably probably I would say keep you what you're doing mm-hmm. because I think it's only experience will make you forward. Mm-hmm. But keep the seat seat warm. So try <laughs> continue driving, and then one one day you will get
0: there. <laughs> well, and I think you look at the the crop of talent in IndyCar right now. I think over the last two or three years, it's the best it's really ever been. And you, everybody has to elevate your game. How much has the young guns, so to speak, coming in, elevated your game inside the race car?
1: Oh, it's fantastic. I think if you look at the IndyCar series now, now, of course, you know, you go to the Romance series and, uh, you know, and the Formula One and so many uh, young and talented drivers up and coming all the time. But if you look at IndyCar, it's so attractive, you know, we are the forties, you know, Dixie, ourselves, and Tony, and you know, we're still competing at the highest level as mm-hmm. well as if you look at the, you know, the cotton, you know, Cotton came at nineteen years old, and uh, you know, Felix is doing a, the, the 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 fantastic uh, uh, race all the time, and uh, you know, Alexipal, you know, he's just become uh, one of a uh, recognised, you know, youngest driver, and then two McLaren's deals, you know, I mean, they did uh, they did a fantastic job. So Pato is driving in in his best, and uh, yeah, so it's a mixture. Of, uh, of a young generation of drivers and the quality of the field of today it is just the best ever so uh, competing in this Indica series it's just, a, it's just a great feeling as a driver so uh, I think it's well done for the IndyCar as well as uh, a lot of people supporting for you know the young driver to make the pass to come to the IndyCar series so it's, it's, it's a huge commitment so uh, yeah, I really appreciate for that too.
0: Takuma Sato, two-time Indianapolis 500 winner, isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Hey, best of luck in Mid-Ohio this weekend, back here in Indy in a few weeks. And as always, man, I appreciate you joining me so much. Thank you, Tony. Oh, man, that was awesome. Thanks to Takuma Sato, the two-time Indianapolis 500 champion, for spending some time with us. You know, I did tweet this a few weeks ago, just the appreciation level and and, and Takuma Sato and how far he's came in his IndyCar career uh, you know some struggles at the beginning, and then now he's a two-time Indianapolis 500 winner. Uh, three corners away, honestly, from being a three-time winner. And as he mentioned, he's got he's got years and miles ahead of him. So, uh, really enjoyed that conversation. Thanks to Kathy, everybody at Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. Um, just a mega Indy 500 win for them uh, and, and their sponsor. So 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 really really excited for that conversation. Hope you enjoyed it as well. So, you got Mid-Ohio this weekend, a pair of doubleheader races coming up Saturday afternoon, and I think noon on Sunday. Look, you go into Mid-Ohio, everybody kind of knew that this race was going to happen. There was just so many unknowns on whether or not, you know, were there going to be fans, how long the races were going to be, was it actually going to be a doubleheader. I think we knew this was going to be a doubleheader back when they announced Gateway a few months ago. It was at end of July, I think, if I remember going back to the tweets. Um, and I went to Gateway, um, not a, not a, I love Gateway, I love going there, we had these awesome seats between turn one and turn two, very top row, um, just the racing just wasn't there, which, which, which kind of stunk because that's such an awesome track, so hopefully they can get that worked on, um, mid-Ohio this week, guys to watch out for, Arenas VK had a really good test there. Um, last year for Ed Carpenter Racing, I think that's kind of the uh, the test that 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 made Ed and Matt Barnes everybody at Ed Carpenter Racing say, okay, this is this is the kid that we want and we need. Let's get him in the car. Um, there's there there there's guys that I wouldn't say there's pressure on, but they, they maybe put extra pressure on themselves. That's Graham Rahal and Jack Harvey. Graham has won here; it's his home state. He loves this race course. Uh, saw his dad win there as a kid, and then Jack Harvey, uh, Myers Shank, based out of Ohio. Uh, Jack Harvey has had a quietly consistent year, had a great Indianapolis 500, has qualified well, found himself inside of the top 10 in almost every race at one point. Um, So I would love to see Jack Harvey have a great run. If you think about, um, you know, the remainder of the year, as far as we know, we've got two at Mid-Ohio, two at Indian, and then you've got one at St. Pete. So there's still five races to go, so... Um, but but for Jack Harvey, a guy that's running up that you know that part time schedule a little bit more than than part time, I guess between part and full, um, I thought he's been impressive so far. It's going to be hard to track down Scott Dixon, knowing that well he's just the master at Mid Ohio. Then you come back to India, place that he won at um, back Fourth of July weekend on the road course, and you're gonna you're gonna give him two chances there. It's going to be really hard to track down Scott Dixon for this championship. But I but I, everybody has to keep their eye on. On Patricio Award this weekend, he has been hella impressive all year. Two great runs at St. Louis, third in the point standings, going to be Rookie of the Year. And what I also look at, which what has been just as impressive as Award has been on the track, is his pit stops. I mean, how many times has Taylor Kyle and his boys got him in and out quickly, gained a couple spots? Uh, it's almost like we've seen that in every race so far. So, really looking forward to see what Award can do as he goes to Mid Ohio for the first time in an Indy car. You know, long sweeping turns, uh, the keyhole. Um, obviously, you, you know, you you come around. It's 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 a very fast race course, and I think it bodes well for a lot of these drivers that have that European background. We saw Felix Rosenquist as a rookie, uh, almost won it there last year, uh, tracking down Scott Dixon late. Um, Connor Daly, back in the back in the U.S. Air Force, number 20 for the remainder of the year. Um, up and down year for him in that car. That car just seems to be plagued with bad luck on road courses. So We'll see if Connor can't find some good results, which I think he can over the next couple of weeks. Um, as we mentioned, it's going to be hard to track down Scott Dixon. But I, but I look at guys like Marcus Erickson, who have been quietly consistent this year, had some bad luck at Indy during the 500. That, that can make some moves. And we'll see what Andretti Autosport can do. They, they've kind of been, for lack of a better term, like middle of the road throughout the entire year. Colton Hurd has been their best driver. Rossi just has the worst luck in the entire world. We saw that race one, caught up in that accident. Uh, Zach Veach has, has been in some hot water with a few different drivers this year. Ryan hunter uh was strong at the beginning of that Indy 500, but faded late. Um, so Andretti Autosport over these next five is just going to be, look, let's get our cars up front. Let's find something and and, and build some momentum because it's not been the greatest of years for Andretti Autosport, which is crazy. It seems like seems like you can go in waves with those guys. I mean, Marco qualifies on the pole at the 500 and doesn't lead a lap. Rossi had a great car um, at the 500. A crap call, as we know. Puts him back in the field and, and and your car changes so much, he ends up washed up into the wall. So Andretti Autosport going to be desperate for great results, and you got two chances coming up this weekend. The other news that came out on Wednesday morning, I think it was Wednesday, yeah. This that short Labor Day week really really get your days mixed up was the Jimmy Johnson news coming over to IndyCar, a two-year plan. What what I see in this is he's going to probably run a full-time road and street course with Ganassi, so that'd be a fourth Ganassi car on the road and street courses. Now does chip decide, hey, we're gonna we've got sponsorship for this car for the full season if they have that sponsorship. We're also gonna run it on the ovals. Would that lead to somebody else stepping up and being in that car on ovals? Maybe a Juan Pablo Montoya, I don't know. Maybe an Elio Castro I don't know. It's certainly a possibility you would think if Jimmy Johnson is bringing some sponsorship, um, a guy with the name of Elio Castro Neves or Juan Pablo Montoya could bring some as well. That would be very interesting. I've heard some rumblings, and I believe that both Elio and Juan want to get back into IndyCar. It may not be on a full-time basis, but if you got a chance to go run the ovals for Chip Ganassi Racing in the, in the Indianapolis 500, uh, you absolutely take that phone call and you don't turn down that deal. So it be awesome to see Jimmy Johnson. You know that guy's going to want to win Long Beach. That's probably going to be the number one uh, event circled on his calendar. But but looking forward to see how quickly Jimmy can adapt. And, you know, he's going to pair with, you know, he's the best driver in NASCAR over the last 20 years. He's going to pair with the best IndyCar driver. We'll see how that uh, relationship develops uh, as we know, Scott Dixon is making almost everybody around him better, uh, not just teammates, but in the series as well. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Thanks for listening as always. Um, Harley, keeping you in our thoughts and our prayers. Had some um, had some bad news the last couple of weeks in his family. So uh, please support local flooringisforever.com. And uh, we'll just keep on rolling. Enjoy the IndyCar race. We'll have pools ready to go. Uh, don't forget to set your fantasy lineups. Take care.